This episode was recorded at the start of March this year. Sound is a little bit off in places. I apologise for that. And we were also interrupted by my cat, Charlie, who is now my desk gremlin. During lockdown, he's taken up pride position on my desk, which is not very convenient. We're talking in this podcast about the struggles of providing a good service in the NHS when the staff don't have the resources they need and how some people get refused psychological therapy for all the wrong reasons. We meander around quite a few other subjects as well, so I hope you enjoy it. Hello, my lovelies. Welcome to In With The Out Crowd, the mental health podcast with extra swears where people on the outside can feel that they belong. I'm Rachel, and along with my co-host, Nikki, we'll be trying to find ways to help you feel better. We'll be chatting and sometimes interviewing guests who'll be describing what the world is like for them. Join us for a little wander on the wild side. So what should we talk about today? We, I don't know if it's been ages though, hasn't it? It's, yeah, we, we're going to pretend that it hasn't been ages, obviously, it but it's been months since we has, got it? together. <laughs> I nearly knocked my pop filter off then. Um, any strange squeaks, it's me. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. We recorded since we're in your old office, haven't we? No, I've moved office again. Um, I seem to. I've moved every single belonging that I own this year, last year, last year. Yeah. Um, and I'm sick of it, and I'm not going to move ever again. So ever. Ever. Yeah. And I, I'm going to have to delete this when I do move next <laughs> and deny that I ever said ever. You can't ever delete things off the internet though, right? Oh, okay. Uh, um, so, yeah, we haven't got together to record for a long time. Um, what's been happening in your life, Nikki? Um, oh, God, this sounds terrible, doesn't it? N- nothing. <laughs> I've done nothing. <laughs> For six months. You've been working. I've been at work. Mm-hmm. Been working. Yeah. Um, I've had to buy a new car. Yeah. Nice car. It is. It's a lovely car. It's got a TV in it. Wow. No anything like it, Rachel. I didn't know cars could have tellies. I mean, you could only see like what's behind you when you put the reverse on. Oh yeah. Like yeah. I can't watch TV in it. Oh, that's no rub- um, rubbish. But what I did find out the other day is that if I spend too long scrolling through things. Mm-hmm. It times me out. <laughs> so it gives me a timeout for like 20 seconds. It's like, come on, Nikki. Yeah, it's like eyes on the road. <laughs> and it times me out for 20 seconds. Wow. Mm, which I think is quite good, but I still like to skip through this because I can't find the playlist I want on Spotify. Yeah. Got Spotify. Wow. I know. Can't what believe it. Bloody hell. I can't believe how I've survived this long no. without Spotify. No. One of my best reviews is about Spotify. Uh-huh. I told you my best review from one of my clients no um the the best money they've ever spent was their spotify um membership and therapy with me <laughs> if that's not an endorsement that is a brilliant endorsement yeah yeah ngcbt based in nottingham yeah god that was that was horrid wasn't it no no that's it's perfectly valid or <laughs> she'll cry honestly so yeah, got a car, got a TV in it. Mm-hmm. Christmas, we've had Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas in it. Mm-hmm. 
We can hear the clock ticking in the background. That's how that's how little's happened in my life that we can literally hear the passing of time. <laughs> I do apologise for the tick. I meant to take the battery out before we began, but I can't ASMR, be asked. Yeah. It? It's a what? That ASMR. Oh God, I hate that. Really. <laughs> Really hate it. Stop it. Gillian, Gillian Anderson does a ASMR video. Well, I could turn it down and, and watch her. Yeah. That'd be I all right. Mean, yeah. It's, yeah. It's quite nice. She drinks wine and opens a bottle of wine. And oh, stuff. okay. I can I do mean, that. That's not yeah. relevant, is it? Well, it's a hobby. Oh, Harvey Weinstein's gone to prison. Yeah, good. Technically hospital, but... Yeah. It's better than nothing. Fucking, fucking emotional man. I'm sick of emotional men, okay. Rachel. Okay, let's ban them. Like, God. Stop raping people. Yeah. Oh, you're too emotional. I've got really angry about things like that recently. So how does it... How does it cross over? Explain how raping goes with being emotional, because... <laughs> You're losing me. I feel like you've sent me, you've given me like uh, a baton. Yeah. In the hope that what I'll do is I'll go on one of my weird rants about shit that don't really make sense. No. Um. Well, I suppose for people, well, because they haven't, they can't control their emotions, can they? Which is why. Oh, I see. That's my theory. I should write a book, really. Yeah. It wouldn't be a long book. About hysterical men <laughs> that can't control their wounds well, or they, something. Yeah, wandering well, wounds. exactly. Can't control, can't control fucking something. Mm-hmm. Did they ever go to mental asylums for hysteria? No. Is it just women? Yeah. It's a really good book, actually. Mm. That I've got somewhere about the history of... Asylums. Asylums, yeah. Ooh, I'd like I'd to borrow that. that out. Mm. But yeah, these fucking emotional, aren't they? Yeah. And oh god, I haven't got power in real life. Mm. Sus. I won't be crass. <laughs> oh wait, I've been listening that that podcast that we were talking about earlier. Yes. I've been and listening to that all the time, yes. and as if my language couldn't get worse. <laughs> I think my language has just evolved into a stream of curse words. Mm. Especially after I went to see Fascinating Aida the other night. Oh, did you? Which is brilliant. Are they the musical band? They're the... The musical band? Singers (laughs) singers with swears. Yes, Grandma, they're a musical band. They play instruments. Oh, do they do? Lovely. They only play one instrument, which is the piano. Piano forte. Piano forte. (laughs) And they do lovely songs like... um, they've, They've got one that they didn't do this because it's not the right time of year. They've got Don't Be a Cunt at Christmas. Oh, good tip for anybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ted talk, that. It is. Um, they did a really lovely one about boomerang kids. Um, they did a, a very apt one for the older members of our country, um, celebrating funerals. Aww. For somewhere to go out and, you know... Ooh, Margaret's looking a bit peaky. <laughs> buffet yeah yeah no disco though but for some people it's the disco that puts them off yeah so yeah actually yeah they're, they're the best of both worlds aren't they yeah because you get to have a bit of a socialize but yeah. you don't have to be super out of your shell no because it's supposed to be somber yeah but there's a shit up buffet yeah i went to a funeral recently actually did you yeah it was for um my partner's 
next door, so his next door neighbour when they were growing up. Okay. She's a wonderful lady. She was a nurse. Oh. Back when they used to have to wear the hat and the cape. Yes. Um, she was 90 odd, bless her. She was lovely, but didn't stay for the week. I, I think... Saw the sandwiches, though, clocked them. Mm. Didn't get to stay for the week. No. It was the day we had all that snow. Mm. So we walked out of this funeral and there was a fucking blizzard. Were you in Nottingham? Um, Beeston. Right, so because... I to get from Beeston to... I was told... Irrelevant for people that aren't yeah. in Nottingham. I was told that that day nottingham was the most congested city in the world wow and i was in it i can i can actually attest to that because it took me three hours to do a 40 minute journey yeah so so i wasn't impressed i wouldn't mind but halfway through my journey Mm -hmm. there was no snow yeah exactly it all gone yeah and people were still being dicks i was a bit annoyed yeah not Less ideal. annoyed about missing out on the sandwiches. Mm. It's not the point, is it? It's she not, not the idea of funerals, per se. She was, she was lovely. Mm. Lovely lady she was. I think... It Sorry, everybody. No, that's all right. Thinking about nurses and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, nurses, yeah. Yeah. I think that... Had capes still been part of the uniform... Oh, my God, there'd be so many more. I, I can't tell you... I wouldn't have let my nursing registration lapse if no. I got a fucking cape, Rachel. I want a cape. I'm pretty sure they've got pockets. Yeah. I want a cape. I'd have it... I'd customise well, it. Because yeah. there were short capes. You know, and there's only a limit to what you can do with a short I cape. Mean, it's not that versatile, is it? No. So what I would do if I had a nurse's cape, yeah. I'd have an add-on bit. I'd customise it. Yeah. For the weekend and yeah, for evenings. Yeah, yeah, for party time. Um, so I'd have sort of either a zip on a long bit um, with a purple lining, obviously, um, or or with poppers to attach it to the short one. Okay, those yeah, kind of poppers. Yeah, yeah not no, not the no, not the not that kind of evening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I could transform it into a sort of French lieutenant's woman kind of cloak. Lovely, lovely. Yeah. And I think I would, I would train to be a nurse still if... If they, there was a cape? Yeah, if they offered me that. They're not going to, though, are they? No. That's why, why we've got a shortage of nurses. They're not going to invest more money in that. In capes, no. We could solve the problem. I mean, they're missing a trick, aren't they? Mm. Also, yeah. if they took it back to a meaningful qualification rather than a degree. Well, yes. started. And if you kind of paid students to work... Instead of taking their labour for nothing, yeah, yeah, and making them pay story. fees, yeah, then yeah, it might be, it might not be a shortage. No. Speaking of the NHS, mm-hmm. you know, um, there's been that program, aren't there? Yeah, losing it. Uh, our mental health service in crisis or something. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I've heard things. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it mm-hmm. because, famously, it's the mental health trust within nottingham mm-hmm. um and we've both worked for mental health trusts yes we have in nottingham um so we both have residual stuff from working there and i, I think you call it complex trauma then. yeah complex trauma okay yeah. <laughs> Let, yeah. let's call it complex as it is yeah multiple yeah mm-hmm. which is the nature of, i don't need to explain complex trauma to rachel because no. she's a cbt therapist mm-hmm. 
Um, do we need to explain it to yes. uh, one person that listens? Yeah, I think I we should. Do that. Yeah, okay. Um, hello, hello, listener. <laughs> We're talking to you now. Well, I am. Um, complex trauma. So a lot of people know what PTSD is, which is post-traumatic stress disorder. Most of the time, this is because of a single incident or incidents very close together that um, feel life-threatening at the time. So they don't actually have to be life-threatening. It just has to feel life-threatening. Um, what a lot of people thought was that it was only people like soldiers um, or maybe first responders that got PTSD. And you, people used to feel that um, they didn't deserve the title of PTSD. But as we know in, in healthcare, we see a lot of people who've had traumas uh, they're definitely PTSD. The difference between PTSD and complex trauma is that complex trauma is built up over time, so it's not one single incident. It's actually lots of incidents where you feel traumatised and you have an accumulative effect that gives you all kinds of symptoms of trauma, which is is really shit. You're so smart. Mm, thank you. <laughs> I totally um, deflected that onto you yeah. for fear that I wouldn't explain it properly. <laughs> <laughs> and I just accepted that. You know. Yeah. I've forgotten what the point was. Oh, the losing it. Yeah, losing we'll cut it. That. Yeah, we are losing it. Yeah, so I haven't, I haven't been able to watch it, and I, I suppose I wonder what people's views are from the outside, like like people that haven't. Because obviously it was a national program, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Um, I I wonder what. This is when we need a phone in, Rach. Yeah, we do. We need a phone in. A Twitter radio, in. We? we need a Twitter in. But yeah. yeah but then we, that means that we have to know what we're going to talk about. And we have to have listeners. Shh. Few problems. Kim Wanker's not listening to this. I know. It's gold. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Two therapists chatting shit for half an hour. I know. It's an insight. Oh, yes. So, yeah, I'd, I'd be quite interested to know, but at the same time, I think if anybody... Because I'll do those deep dives into, like, mm -hmm. chat rooms, and they're not called fucking chat rooms anymore, are they? What year is it? Forums. 2001. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and I'll, like, Facebook, mm -hmm. and I'll see people going, oh, it's just so wonderful. Oh, they just, uh, and I just want to reply and go, they're fucking shit. They've shown you what they needed to show you. Mm -hmm. I I have been watching them. Oh yeah, I'm not completely up to date, but yeah, I, I do do a running commentary, which must yeah. be really nice for my wife. Must yeah. be really yeah enhance the program. I'm not allowed to wear hospital wear. <laughs> have you been dressing up again, Nikki? <laughs> <laughs> mm, less about that. That's the other podcast. Right? Um, I'm not allowed to watch hospital drama uh -huh. things based on that very experience that I'll go it's not that yeah. don't do it like that how yeah. ridiculous don't not allowed so it's probably best that I haven't watched it isn't it I, I think that because I, I like watching hospital programs so I watch Holby and Casualty and I think the fact that I scream it's a pneumothorax get the chest drain is really enhancing <laughs> 
just like a visceral experience. Yeah, yeah. For everybody watching it with you. Yes, yeah. I think it's really helpful. It's such a lovely perspective. Because mm. I went straight to the it's annoying for everybody. No, no, I think, you know... Well, it, it's helpful for them, isn't it? Atmospheric. Well, I'm just telling them what they don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm just helping, you know, and the characters on the telly don't actually listen to me. Fuckers, but... I'm glad we made that separation. Yeah. I'm glad we, okay, clarified that. They're okay. not listening to you, the people on the telly. No. They can't hear you. I'm cross. <laughs> I want them to listen to me. She's so wide-eyed. I, <laughs> I shout loudly so they do. And they still don't listen. So yeah, I'm not allowed to watch stuff like that anymore. Mm. I think what struck me from watching it is you've got health professionals there that are trying to make the best yeah. of a really shitty situation. Absolutely. But also it was very carefully edited. So there was one part where a child was... Um, and impatient and they kind of skimmed over the fact that from from the little bits they were saying I was thinking that adolescent has been sent miles away from home and they yeah. didn't because that's what happens yeah we don't have enough beds in local places no and people get sent hundreds of miles away from home and they kind of skimmed over the fact it was just little things they said, like the mum was visiting at weekends and stuff, and oh, she had God. been going in to see her daughter. But never explicitly said... That they didn't say, yeah, we've sent her miles barrier. away. Yeah. So, things like that, I was definitely shouting at the telly. Um, but it just makes you want to ask more questions, doesn't it? Like, why aren't you saying Why don't you just say? Because actually, isn't that the point of the programme? Mm. To let people know how bad things are? Yeah. Like, they're... Fucking awful. Yeah, yeah. And I guess because of various experiences that are going on with people I know at the moment, it's... As a, as a patient, if you've got a mental health problem, then you deserve respect no matter what Indeed. position you're in. Um, oh, we've got a little kitten um, crying to get in. <laughs> well, now I made eye contact with him. You made eye contact. He's going to have to come in now. I'm going to have to try and get up. No, I'll get up. Can you? So, yeah, I can get up. I've got this. No, it's fine. This is totally professional. <laughs> come on, Charlie. There we are. Oh, what bum. There we are. There's bear bum. It's, it is bad, but that's not a strange thing because he's a cat. Hello, Charlie. <laughs> no, it's not a strange thing. You're right, Rachel. Yeah, we're not nakedifying anything. Um, there we are. Oh, of course, the cat comes in and everything falls apart. I know, it's me that's falling apart. Yeah. Um, one thing that I've noticed recently about people telling me about their experiences is that you don't have to be very irate in order to be threatened with security no. these days. No. And no, you're right. that upsets me particularly because 
autistic people, when they're having a mental health crisis, then when they get to the point of meltdown because they're overwhelmed, people are treating them like they're... Kicking off. Kicking off, yeah. Which is what they would say on a ward. Yeah. I can attest to that. I used to work there. Yeah. Never said that. Well, apart from the staff. To the staff, about the staff. Yeah. It's usually the staff that can't handle their shit. But it's, you know, if someone's really distressed, they don't need to be... Uh, what's... I can't think of the description, but... The last thing you need is somebody threatening you with security and being hauled off the building, God, of off, so. off the like, premises. Also, I don't mean to be funny, but don't put your hands on somebody. No. Just don't do it. No. So, yeah, I guess... I really want people to take notice and, and just think a little bit before they start with the, Absolutely. we're going to get security on you. I think it's really difficult though, because I think this this programme, I think, has been part of a trend to... Hello, Charlie. ...try and reduce the stigma around mental health. Mm. Um which is fantastic of god of course it is yeah but at the same time i feel like it's just fashionable mm. like oh let, let's fill the quota let's let's do the program about mental health because then it looks like we're diversifying and we're being accepting when mm-hmm. actually you could do a program about it but where's your representation of that on the tv yeah where are your fictional characters with that stuff where's which is the other thing that I very helpfully do when we're watching telly. Um, if there's any mental health issues portrayed, yeah. then I, I very kindly point out yeah. to my wife that, oh, that wouldn't happen in real life. Well, no, of course it wouldn't, exactly. And, yeah, I'm very... I, just, I, I think it's just... I, w- I want to see real change. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, Channel 4, how long did you spend with that trust? A few weeks? That's not someone's journey. No. That's not actually sitting down with somebody and saying, yeah, I saw my GP last week. They said they were going to do a referral, but actually it turns out it's a self-referral, so I do it on the phone. Mm-hmm. And then I speak to this service. Because that's, that, that's the general pathway, I think, at the moment in Nottinghamshire for most people. Yeah. Sent to primary care because they're the easiest ones to get in touch with. Mm-hmm. They get in touch with them. You know, hopefully you get someone on the end of the phone who is empathetic and kind mm-hmm. and doesn't make it about how your shortfalls aren't right and actually it's the service that is incorrect. Yeah. God forbid you should have some sort of substance issue within that because, of course, we don't have dual diagnosis in Nottinghamshire anymore. Or self-harm. Or self-harm because you fucking talk to me about self-harm. Mm. I don't want to know. Mm. That was me being them. Yes. I clarify, yeah? <laughs> um, and then you get to talk to someone on the phone and that's for half an hour. Yeah. And then what what happens from there is, you know, they ask you to be honest and, yeah, of course they say to you, you know, if you tell me things that I'm concerned about, I'm going to have to do this with it. Mm-hmm. But there's been, like, occasions where some of my clients have been told, like, oh, um, well, because you've told me you're doing that, we can't see you. Yeah. And, like, the in- the conflict that that must then, like, oh, but you told me I could tell you anything. Yeah. Now I haven't. 
and now you won't give me any help. You won't give me any help, and then mm-hmm. so they get referred on somewhere else, and then somewhere else gets somewhere else, and then somewhere and and let's face it, I think the short what what's the wait for actual secondary care? So secondary care includes psychiatry, longer term psychodynamic psychotherapies, long term CBT therapies, mm-hmm. all of those things. Yeah. What's that in Nottinghamshire at the moment? Eighteen months, two years. For some, yeah, for talking therapies in secondary care, yeah. It'll be from anything from 12 months to two years, yeah. I mean, okay, Channel 4, mm-hmm. do a fucking programme about it. Yeah. And but you're looking at three months to wait for... For primary care. Six to eight weeks of CBT or counselling. Exactly. You'll probably wait longer than what you'll actually get treatment. Yeah, oh, you will, definitely. And how yeah. is that? So I get, let's be open, let's be transparent, let's just talk about it. But the more we make a thing of it, the more it becomes a thing. It's it's become a kind of, oh, well, they can't come into our service because... So people are actually looking for reasons why we can't be admitted into services. And Yeah, yeah. The, the, there's, there's no sort of, okay, well, tell you what, we can see you for this but we need to be really clear that it's just this. Yeah. Because actually, that's a really good way of getting someone to engage with services. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. now it is, it's almost like services are like, oh shit, how can we get this person not to come to us? Mm. And that just feels awful. I've had quite a few clients um, who were on the waiting list for the gender clinic, mm. which is... Yeah, getting on for three years' wait now. Um, And they've gone to be assessed by primary care and they've been told, oh, no, you have to go to the gender clinic for help with your psychological issues. Gender clinic don't cover psychological issues. They don't give psychotherapy. If you've got PTSD, they're not going to help you with that. That's not what they do. But people who are trans and non-binary are being told... Yeah, we can't deal with you because you've got this other thing. It's not about that. It's it's, all, it's it's just not. It's not the fluid service it could be. No. There's so much separation of services now, and there's so much. I mean, you know, everything's target driven. Which I mean, whoever I don't care. Oh, I can't. I can't get onto that because it'll make me really mad. Mm. Um, but I just think it feeds this thing of. Talk, you know oh but if we do that then that's enough like where's the real ch- and i feel like then that and this is this is me getting a bit conspiracy theory mm-hmm. that then sort of satiates the public it's like well no they're doing something about it the nhs isn't as bad as everybody's saying it is mm-hmm. it's not under pressure look everybody's fine there they're doing a really good job and it it feeds a certain type of narrative yeah that well, we'd be fine without it. No one's done anything to the NHS. The NHS is still the way it's always been. And it's like speaking from two people who have worked there mm-hmm. for many, 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 many years. Mm-hmm. They are fucking ripping your NHS from under your noses. Absolutely. It's, it is being destroyed. Mm-hmm. And it just... It just makes me really... Fu- I mean, it makes me cross. It makes me cross, Rachel. What yeah. can I say? It makes yeah. me cross. And I think programmes like that, I don't think they tell the proper story. I don't think they're addressing the issues. Because actually, no. they would have handpicked the staff. Yeah. The staff would have been handpicked. Yeah. 
Because let's face it, they wouldn't have fucking asked me to do it. Would they? <laughs> they wouldn't have asked me either. It's no. strange, though, isn't it? They wouldn't. They wouldn't have asked those people. <laughs> Who might say something? That might say something. Yeah. That yeah. might say actually, this is this is terrible. Yeah, this terrible, is outrageous. How dare you leave people suffering? And like this is fucking. This program's going to make it better. Isn't yeah. It? Like they're not going to do that. No. And, and it's not okay when. The people who are the most severe are waiting the longest oh God, to have just, therapy. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. It's just not sensical at all. Like, I don't... And no, money's not the answer. No. The, you can you can throw money at lots of things. It won't always make a difference. Of course, the NHS is so very underfunded. Oh, of it's cash-starved, it yeah. Because it's there for the people who can't afford private fucking therapy, mm-hmm. private health care. Yeah. So, of course, they're not going to give it money because the people that decide where the money goes have got private health care. Yeah. They don't care. No, they don't see the implications of not being able to afford to, you know, get something really serious fixed. Absolutely. So, yeah. I just... I don't think people take it seriously enough. I think people are complacent. Mm Mm-hmm. And then... I just... Yeah. Big ranty time. Oh, I can't, I'm sorry. I feel like I rant every time on this, and I can't even remember what I've done before. I've probably I've probably gone on about this before, haven't I, Rachel? No, no. I don't think we've covered it. My, my tagline is "I hate fucking Tories." Yeah, basically. Um, and long long live the NHS. Mm-hmm. Also, jury's out on the on the um, the, the the royal family. Not, okay. Not really bothered. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Take them or leave them. New 20 quid. Has it got a woman on it apart from the Queen? Of course it fucking hasn't. Because because apparently, Rachel, mm-hmm. there are only men in history. Yeah, okay. So many women. No, we're going to put two men on it. Brilliant. Sounds, sounds fucking great, guys. And the new 50 quid has oh. got Alan Turing, of course. I mean, so, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know. I've ne- I'm never going to ever see one in no, my life. No, I've seen a picture. <laughs> Saw a picture on the on the internet, obviously. I've seen one on TV. <laughs> but yeah, but Alan Turing, bless him, you know, hounded. Fucking pisses me off. Hounded to death. Yes. Even though he was a genius who saved us all. Chemically um, castrated. Yeah, yeah. Because just because he was gay, he was hounded to death, and now they're giving him a picture on a fifty pound note. Thanks that'll a lot. Make, that'll make him feel better. Yeah. It won't. No. He's fucking dead. Yeah, because you killed him. Yeah. That pissing or we've pardoned him. Yeah. Right and burning hell. Mm-hmm. You fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Wankers. I'm there. Oh, it made me Oh, oh the BBC. Oh it no. It was a programme on it was um it wasn't a programme, I'm lying to you all. Um it was an article. I can't it was I saw it on Facebook and it made me really mad. And it was basically the experience of somebody who'd gone through transition. Mm-hmm. And the gist was that they'd gone through transition and now that they were transitioned, mm-hmm. they were regretting it. Yeah. And basically yeah. saying, oh, the NHS should have pushed me more and the NHS yes. should have asked me more questions. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, that must be such an awful experience. That must be the worst thing in the world. But the BBC, why is that what you're reporting? When yep. it comes to transgender issues and LGBTQ+, LGBTQ plus, yeah. why is that the story? Mm-hmm. Why is that the fucking story? Because they're turfs. She like, 
yeah, don't don't do it because you'll regret it because it's not a real thing, which is essentially the undertones. Mm-hmm. You fucking pissed me off. Yeah, yeah, that was disgraceful. Of course, it's a horrific experience for that person, but don't exploit their experience for no. your right wing fucking agenda. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I've tried. I've, I mean, I've got a client who's not on any social media, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't understand how you do it. I know, I get it. Yeah. I get it. It makes me so mad. Mm. Yeah, it's not good for us. I avoid the news and then I go on fucking Facebook 20 times a day. <laughs> going, oh God! Scrolling through angrily. Yes. That was a scrolling through noise. Yes, it was very good. Mm. So what's made us happy? <laughs> Charlie coming and sitting on my knee early made me yeah, happy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a wonderful badge for my birthday from yeah. Rachel. That says, um, oh hi. Oh, he's gone. That says professional overthinker. Mm-hmm. I think I hide it well. <laughs> I think you do it very well. <laughs> um, the sun was out today. Yeah. And it's my fucking birthday. Yay! So that makes me happy. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, I really want um, a rainbow layer cake. Mmm. Which I mentioned this morning because yeah. obviously it um, yeah. turns 38 tomorrow. Yeah. For those yeah. wondering, how do I keep my youthful glow? Yeah. Um, denial and stress. Yeah. And, and pharmaceuticals where possible. Yeah. Um, and I said, I said I want I want a proper cake. Mm-hmm. Cause 38, still asking my mum and dad for my birthday cake. Mm. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. That's normal, isn't it? Totally. Um, you know, can't buy your own birthday cake, can you? Yeah, yeah, you can. Absolutely, of course you fucking can. Don't be so ridiculous. I earn my own money. <laughs> I have my own house. But you I don't want to. No, I don't want to. Which is, it's ridiculous though, yeah. isn't it? Um, I, so I said, I said, I want I want a rainbow layer cake, please, mummy. Um, with little layers of cake, with, with thin layers of icing in between, and then iced on the top. And she went, what? That's what I want. What proper birthday cake with sparkler candles? <laughs> <laughs> <Like>, okay. <laughs> I think that's all right. I know, but telling her like twenty-four hours before the event yeah. when she's looking after my two and a half year old, who's let's face it, is a massive twat. Oh, she's just excellent. She is, but you know, she's a bit of a twat. <laughs> um, I, I think. You know, faced with that as a parenting dilemma. What, twat? No, a, a cake. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, Sorry. Not, not twat. Um, I would go to the cheesecake shop and absolutely order their rainbow... What? Yeah, yeah. Rainbow cake. And you can get sparklers from them. What? Yeah, yeah. It won't be open now, will it? No, but it'll be open before your birthday. Birthday's tomorrow. Yeah, I know, but they can go first thing, obviously. I'm just gonna go for myself, really. I just fucking love the cheesecake shop. Oh, we haven't been for ages. Yeah, no. I think we should do a live broadcast yeah, from, the che- from the cheesecake oh God, shop. Have you seen the people that go in the cheesecake? Yeah, shop? yeah. That'll be fine. They'll, they'll definitely enjoy two women <laughs> yeah. swearing and talking about issues. Yeah, that'd be great. And um, what's made you happy? Well, um. Fascinating Aida were very funny. Yes. Um, I had to have a, a wry little giggle to myself when <laughs> when I realised um, Pippa kindly pointed out halfway through the performance that my T-shirt was on 
inside out. I'd, I'd done a full clinic. It's also on backwards as well. No, it, it was worse because it had words on it. So it's really obvious. And not just writing words. They're like big, fluffy, stick, sticky-on-y kind of words. Excellent. So it was really obvious to everybody. That it was inside out. That it was inside out, yeah. How long did it take your loving and <laughs> um, devoted wife to put this out to you? It was, by that point, half eight in the evening. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean... Um, <laughs> and I, I was already feeling a little bit, you know... A bit discombobulated. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I had my headphones on, noise cancelling headphones, obviously yeah. to get through the the theatre. The, the, um, yeah, they um, are the best. I can't tell you. I do look really um, obvious. I think is the word. So yeah, I was. I had my stick because I wasn't walking very well. I'm building a picture, um, inside out T-shirt and headphones, and. I was rocking because it was quite stressful being in the crowd. Really so, yeah, I was that autistic person who'd been taken out for a special treat. <laughs> but the problem was I'd, I'd done a full day clinic with my T-shirt on inside out. No one had said anything <laughs> to you, <laughs> And people were looking at my chest in a bit of a puzzled way. and I no, just they weren't. Oh, no. <laughs> and I just thought, this. yeah, they were like, mm, well, I can't quite read what that <laughs> really hard to read the letters and I just thought that I must be having a, a bra malfunction and having 20 breasts you know that kind oh of god yeah um I just thought it was one of those incidents and I just thought well if you're rude enough to look I'm gonna get mad <laughs> then yeah I just ignored them I just I'm not not making you know I'm not no. paying attention to bad behavior Fuckers. yeah exactly so I didn't think anything of it and obviously I clearly don't ever look in a mirror. Cause, although in a mirror, it would have been the right way around. So, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't look in a mirror because I don't. What's the fucking problem? Yeah, and you just. Know what you're yeah. So yeah, that made me happy, but also a bit concerned that somebody who might want me to be a professional at some point in my life might have seen me. Maybe they thought you were modelling, mm-hmm. um, like a social anxiety yes. experiment. Yes. Next time I'm going to use that. So do you want to explain what what would happen if we were doing a social anxiety experiment with somebody? Oh, Rachel, I think you can do it. <laughs> I did the last one. <laughs> oh, but you're just so articulate and uh, smart. Okay. <laughs> See, she flatters me so that I'll do the hard work. <laughs> and it's I really fall for it. It's because my self esteem is so, so low. No, I that... meant mine. I didn't mean yours. Oh, no, mine is as well. Oh, God, us together. Matching. <sighs> I feel like I forget what therapy is about. So, social anxiety is a fear of social judgment, basically. So, yeah. you view yourself as a social object. Yes. If memory serves me correctly. It sounds good to me. So, what you might do is you might be out in public and you might fear going red, but what will happen is you focus on your experience and you have lots of thoughts about, well, I'm probably going red, everybody can tell I'm going red, this mm-hmm. is really embarrassing all of that so what happens is you then don't take in a lot of information about the surrounding Mm -hmm. um environment yeah yeah um and and you know long story short 
it confirms high for you. Yeah. So what you might do is, if you were using the example of I fear going red, what your therapist might do is your therapist might make themselves look really red. I just think we had a little friend who did that. We did have a little friend who did that. She went to Asda. She went big time. She did. She had a colour chart from... <laughs> from Dulux. Yeah. Paint, didn't, paint didn't company. She, yeah. yeah. Um, asked the client which red it was. The client identified it. It was bright red. Very, so very bright. This wonderful, wonderful therapist. She's so giving and selfless. Mm-hmm. Um, went to Asda. So you set up what you think is going to happen. Yeah. So clients probably got a worst case scenario of so, what they think will happen. Yeah, they think everyone's going to look at them. Everyone's going to point, point and laugh. It, say, oh my God, you're so red. What's wrong What's with wrong you? Yeah, lots of that. So you set that up beforehand. You sort of decide how likely you think that is mm-hmm. to happen. And then your therapist can go and do it and you can in in some lovely circumstances mm-hmm. you can observe it as well can't yeah, you? The yeah you can sort of watch it happening yeah you go along and and you watch your therapist make an utter utter twat of themselves i mean gleefully usually usually quite enjoy it yeah so yeah. this therapist mm-hmm. went to asda i think it was asda it was asda um bright red and did this experiment. Mm-hmm. She's one of the greatest therapists, I know, really. Absolutely. Unless she's not listening to this, and then she can go fuck herself. <laughs> yeah, if she's not one of our three listeners, then, yeah, fuck you, Tammy. No, you're the other two. Um, Pippa. Fr- yeah, Pippa. And um, we can get Alan. T- Alan hasn't committed to it. Oh, oh, well, two then. Yeah, she's not one of the two. Fuck you, t- Tammy. Yeah. Well, fuck you, Alan. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, yes, th- this kind of experiment is is very useful yeah um and what people usually discover is that no one gives a fuck no we're so consumed with our internal world yeah and also we're british oh god aren't we yeah (laughs) which means that people ignore even the most obvious and startling things and pretend that they're not happening i mean she had bright red lipstick on her face yeah yeah basically she went for it big, big time. It was, it was amazing. I mean, she did it. Um, she pretended to wet herself once as well, I think. Or did she? I think it might have worked and wet herself. I'll have to ask her about that. Yeah. I think we should have her as a guest. <laughs> that reminds me of... Um, mm-hmm. We went to a training event, me, mm-hmm. me and Tommy. It was the um, social anxiety one at University of Nottingham. Mm-hmm. And we had to go out at lunchtime and, mm-hmm. and do a social anxiety experiment. And hers was to pretend to be on a modelling shoot, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I fucking love. <laughs> I got I got um, international students coming and having photos with her. Mm-hmm. I got her jumping up in the air. It was amazing. And all I had to do mm-hmm. was dance near a put near a ping pong table. And I was like, me, I'll do this. Yeah. I don't have a lot of shame. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a wasted emotion, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shame's not. Yeah, don't don't have shame. It's a big part of social anxiety, isn't it? Gosh, we've covered a lot of. We really have today. A lot of. Uh, mm. I don't like to call them disorders. No, a lot of I things that people. Um, challenges that people have. Yeah, but also, you know, if that worst fear thing does happen, it doesn't mean you can't cope with it. No, you absolutely can cope with it. Yeah, totally. Because coping is whatever it looks like in that moment to you. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and I like that idea. I, I like that idea too. Thanks. Yeah. Spears, 2018. I know. That's just... Oh, that's two years ago, 2019. <coughs> that's all day. Let's make it newer. But we are in 2020. I just... No, I know we are, but I've said it before. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. It was a seminal piece of work that I did. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll quote that in my next paper. I um, mean, personal communication, Spears, 2019. Yeah. Because yeah, um, yeah. of everybody that's in this room, mm-hmm. you and me you're the only one that's going to be writing a paper. Very doubtful, but... Oh, I'm not motivated for that shit. Mm. I like reading the research. I just don't do anything with it. I like the idea that my name would be on summit. Yeah, yeah. Like getting around to doing it, just mm. work, isn't it? It is, yeah. So just do a podcast instead. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, we are committed now to trying to do these more regularly we're going to try um, and come up with subjects as well aren't we that we are we we're going to plan um vaguely and we're also going to interview guests we are so do stick with us because we promise that we won't be as shit as this forever <laughs> mate this is gold this is yeah, our best work yeah. i'm sorry I'd... all the way through though i think there'll be there's a core subject of mental health isn't mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. um and Working in mental health, mm-hmm. maybe maybe this is something we should do a disclaimer for at the beginning, like most of our favourite podcasts have, is that you develop a dark sense of humour. Yes. And we're not making fun of anything. No. No, because we we're actually... We're finding the light in the dark. We actually suffer from most of them between us. Yeah, I mean, between us, yeah. we pretty much... We, we do that section of the DSM. Yeah, we do. We? Yeah. Um, yeah. And actually... Some of the shit we do is fucking funny. Mm, yeah, and we're quite prepared to share it with you. So stick with us, and we yeah, will we uh, will share. Oh, overshare! I think. Oh, absolutely, we'll overshare. <laughs> I can't tell you. We do overshare, as a matter of course. I mean, hope, I'm hoping that doing this will help me from not doing it out in public. Really. Do you think it's going to make it worse? <laughs> yeah. Rachel, I can't, she's so, the shock on her face is like, no, God. I, Nikki, it's really not going to help you not. It's I, going to make it worse, significantly so. I was hoping that by doing this, yeah, I'd have an excuse for doing it in public forevermore. Oh no, that sounds better. I mean, let's face it, I'm not going to do it. No. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to stop saying to people that I barely know, like that I'm on my period. Yeah. Or that I need a piss. Yeah. It's, that's just normal, isn't it? I think it is. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, one last thing before we go. Yes. That fucking insurance company that I won't name because hopefully at some point they'll send me some work. Uh huh. That new bloody advert they've got. Ooh, eight billion versions of normal. I've been saying that for years. Mhm. Yeah. Just like just like Marks and Spencers have yeah. stolen my cream cheese marmite idea. Oh God. It's just, nobody appreciates you enough. I feel like I'm going to be one of those people that once I'm dead... Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to go... How genius in her time she was. God, All we really ideas. should have appreciated Nikki, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Oh, God, it's going to be such a letdown. Well, that's why I've started this podcast, because... So I, people can I need people worship me for... Yeah, I need... Oh, that's so narcissistic. I need people <laughs> to share in my wonder of, of you. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> the wonder of you. Yeah. Oh. It's such a lovely song. It is. I mean, he had his problems, didn't he? Married a yeah. thirteen-year, fourteen-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's oh, not okay. It's not. It's no. Not. Sorry. That, Sorry out there, all those Elvis fans. Mm. Y- your man was yeah. questionable paedophile. Mm. So I think we better finish. Oh, on that bombshell. Yeah, yeah. I think Sorry. we better finish and, and we will be back soon. That is a threat. I might not be. <laughs> After that. <laughs> Say goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to follow us and get the show notes, you can find us on awesomeoutcrowd.com. You can follow us on Instagram, awesomeoutcrowd. And if you would like to subscribe, rate and review, other people can find us. I hope you come and listen to us again. Thank you very much. Bye.